Diary entry, 4,327. The year is 2025. I've not seen another human being alive for almost six weeks now. I'm beginning to wonder, is there anyone out there at all? We've run out of clean water. We've only got minimum rations left to keep us going. And worst of all, the Premier League are still trying to work out how to resume the rest of the season. If you can hear this message, if anyone can hear this message, Please send help. A chilling vision of the future? Maybe. A realistic vision of the future? Probably. Because although there does seem to be a clamour from some portions of the footballing world, mainly those driven by money, to get top-level football up and running as soon as possible, there is also a complete disagreement when it comes to actually how to make that happen. There are a whole load of suggestions as to when and how games might be back on the agenda, but one thing is certain. We are bloody miles away from football being the thing we remember it being whenever it was that it was actually a thing in the first place. Neutral grounds, average points totals, null and voiding the league, empty stadiums, there are so many options when it comes to the idea of how the league could be finished. And one phrase that they all have in common and that is repeated again and again and again, is that football must only restart, must only come back, must only resume when it's safe to do so. Which is, of course, 100% as it should be. However, the most recent suggestions as to how the Premier League might start up again this season doesn't exactly scream safe to do so. Fanless stadiums players training in isolation and PPE equipment being worn at all times, apart from obviously on the pitch, are all part of the latest proposals, which fills me with about as much confidence as a Chernobyl tour guide saying, Yeah, safe as house is that, mate. <laughs> yeah. I mean, some people like to wear hazmat suits, but, you know, fashion. <laughs> At least with the latter scenario, there's a small chance you might get bitten by a spider and turn into a superhero or something. <laughs> Morally, it's a tough one to call. We all want football back to pass the time because, frankly, I think I've completed Netflix and watched all of the porn. Twice. But at the same time, we need to make sure it is a safe environment for everyone involved. This is about people's lives and not about who wins a big shiny pot in a few weeks' time. Or at least it is if you aren't a Daily Mail journalist. Because this week, journo Oliver Holt tweeted, Those most in favour of voiding the season appear to be fans of Everton and Manchester United. I wonder what the connection could be. Racking my brain. Oh, fuck off. I hate the suggestion that football fans care more about stopping Liverpool winning a bloody Premier League title than they do about people living or dying. Sure, that's a positive side effect of not playing any football, but claiming that's the dominant reason for pulling the plug on the season not only completely undermines the arguments that we should take player and worker safety seriously, but also reduces any compassion or empathy or feelings that most right-thinking football fans have to just this. Uh, me don't care about no pandemic thingy. Me not like that too much. Which is probably representative of no more than, I don't know, 
75% of fans at worst. There's a lot of people talking a lot of nonsense right now, and I have to say, it's not often I claim that it's footballers that are making any kind of sense, but you have to say that Glenn Murray, speaking to the BBC, had a pretty strong argument when he said this. It's got to be safe for all parties involved, and it, it's it's not just about 11 men be 11 men on, on a Saturday afternoon. There's a, there's a lot more goes into it. Um, cameramen, there's physios, there's doctors. There'll be an ambulance present. I mean, is it fair to, to, to take an ambulance away from, from the NHS at this moment? And I just feel as though we've been put under this pressure because of future commitments of the sport, such as the new season starting and obviously the Euros that have already been moved months. First Brexit, then a deadly virus sweeping the globe, and now a Premier League footballer talking common sense. This really must be the end of the world. And Glenn is certainly making more sense right now than UEFA, who said this week as leagues around Europe called off their seasons that next season's Champions League and Europa League places would be... Judged on sporting merit. As opposed to what? Mm-hmm. Isn't it always judged on sporting merit? How are they planning to do it this season? Who's got the nicest away kit? A big Saturday night football Zoom quiz? A novelty knees competition for the defenders on Scarborough Beach? Actually, pretend you didn't hear that last one. It could well get back to the Premier League and end up being pitched as a way to finish the league at the next big clubs meeting. The problem is with all this COVID-19 and getting football back on the pitch stuff is it's distracting from the really important story of the week. And that story was Memphis Depay rapping. The former Manchester United player took to social media this week to drop some beats, professing his love for Dutch teammate Virgil van Dijk. Van Dijk, man. I wish you sight, man. Not for Liverpool, but for Man United. <laughs> I mean, he's no John Barnes, is he? Where do I start? Well, first off, Van Dyke Man does not rhyme with Man United by any stretch of the English language. And we know how much footballers love to stretch the English language. (laughs) Second, there were so many other options that could have got across the same sentiment and worked so much better, like Virgil Van Dyke Man, you defend much better than Phil Jones can. Factual, and it bloody rhymes. I guess at the end of the day, Dutch music has never really been celebrated for its lyrics. The only other Dutch band I can think of was Too Unlimited, and their most famous song featured the word no over and over again. In fact, 74 times. Which, coincidentally, is almost as many times as Manchester United fans found themselves screaming no whenever it looked like teammates were going to pass the Depay when he wore a red shirt. But if it makes Memphis feel any better, amazingly, there has been an even worse football rap song emerge this week. This time from the dirty, mean streets and hotbed of urban talent that is Cork in Ireland, where rapper Crackboy Mental has written his own song called I Miss Football. Are you ready for this? There's nothing I can do. I'm not sure what I like best. The Casio keyboard backing track, the complete disregard for any type of tune, or the amazing lyrics like, Who's going to win the league? I need answers, please. Forget Liverpool winning the league. Forget player safety. We need football back. ASAP. 
So Crackboy, stop singing that bloody catchy song. I miss football, I miss football. See you next week. I miss football, I miss football. That's it for today's On The Left Side. I miss football. I'll be back next week with another episode of Football Funny. I miss football. Do you know what? I do miss football because I used to like football because I could talk about different things each week instead of the Premier League and whether it will be returning or not. But I will be back next week with another On The Left Side. Please click subscribe to this podcast so you never miss an episode. Please tell your mates about it so we can grow our Football Funny family. And please, what's the other thing I always ask you to do? I can't remember. But if you do, just do that as well. I'll see you next time. Bye. On the Left Side is written and produced by Ant McGinley and Jim Salverson. 